Hey, babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode, and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There, you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, I'm Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. So if you have listened to the previous episode, all about how my story is your story. I want you to understand that even if some of the things that I shared about starting out as a teacher and wanting to do some things in the classroom to contribute to those amazing growing minds, then moving on to being a mom on a mission who needed to help my kid. We needed to work through some things. I needed to be able to offer him support even when I didn't know exactly what to do for him, but we were trusting the process. We were asking experts. We were leaning on others who knew how to help us. And then we were implementing those things that we were being taught as we were learning about this. That was a very, very important part of my journey, my story. And I'm curious if you were able to find any sort of support or if any of that really resonated with you and something that you are going through in your journey right now. Then after helping my son, I really felt compelled not only to contribute financially to my family through starting my own business, my own company, and really figuring out what my message was on that next mission, not just to help my family, but also to make a greater impact and to serve other moms who were going through some of the same stuff that I had gone through, that I was going through. And I wanted to be there to support those moms and show them some of the things that I had learned, some of the strategies that I had put in place in order to go from this goal to 
the end and seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. That's what I wanted. So today's episode is all about talking about that strategy. What was that? How did I come up with it? How is that going to be useful and effective in applying it to your life? Here's what I want to say. It started out in those early days of being a kindergarten teacher many years ago. Don't ask me how many, because that's not necessary to know. But a lot of years ago, I was in the classroom and I was a young person before I was a parent. And I realized the importance of simplifying a process with littles because those little four and five and six-year-olds, depending on whether or not I was teaching in the summertime, those incoming kindergartners are the ones that were coming off the heels of preschool and then getting into a classroom in kindergarten. They needed some structure. They needed some guidance. But what I learned is that it had to be simple or it was going to be overwhelming and stressful for them. So when I was in the classroom and we, I always use this example, if we were outside and we were at recess and it was time for them to make that big transition where they would go from crazy, wild, fun, free energy to in the classroom to focused, to sitting down, receiving a message from the teacher, and then implementing those things that they learned, there was going to have to be some sort of structure and strategy in place. And again, it had to be simple. So it wasn't overwhelming or stressful for them, right? Because they're four, five, and six-year-olds. So here's an example. I would say to them three simple steps to go from point A to point B and have that be successful without the overwhelm. Okay, here's the example of going from outside to inside. I would say, hey guys, I'd like you to go inside, use the restroom, wash your hands. This is that first one where you're going inside. We're getting them to go to the bathroom, right? Because we don't want them sitting on the carpet trying to learn a lesson. And then, uh, 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 Paige, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom right? Like just holding their focus. We want to take away anything that's going to distract them from what their end goal is. In this case, it's learning a lesson, right? Okay. So bathroom, we're going to check that off the list. Here's another thing that I would say for their second step, take your lunch bag, right? Because recess is usually on the heels of lunchtime. So we'd go to lunch and then we would have our recess playtime, right? They'd burn off all those calories they just ate and then they'd be ready to focus. Okay, so I would say, make sure you take your lunch bag and go put it in your cubby. So that part was really because if we got to the carpet and it was time to learn, maybe they didn't need to go to the bathroom because we checked that off. But oh no, what if somebody forgot their lunch bag outside? Raising their hands again. Oh, oh, Paige, 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 I left my lunchbox outside. Can I go get it? It's going to derail everything that we're working on again, right? Okay, so we take that out of the equation because they get that friendly reminder as they're walking in, they're all like showing me their lunch bags as they're going to the restroom, as they're washing their hands, as they're putting their stuff in their cubby. Then that final third step is have a seat on the carpet. And they would have these little squares on the rug and they would know that that was their spot. That was their learning spot. That was their focus spot. They would go to that place. And then I would know that we had, tackled any of those issues that were going to come up in those first couple of steps. And we were ready to focus. We were ready to go from what that lesson was to then applying it in their lives. All right. So those first three steps from going that first big transition outside to inside playtime to focus time was go to the restroom, wash your hands, 
put your lunch bag in your cubby, join me on the carpet. Okay. The next set of threes after I taught the lesson would be go to your table group. Okay. Because the last thing you want is to dismiss somebody to go to do something. And with all that four, five and six year old energy, they just break. They go all over the place. You say, okay, we're done on the carpet. We're done learning the lesson. Boom. They go in 30 different directions, right? If you've ever been in a classroom, you know, it's so funny because I would have the moms come in or the dads come in or the family friends come in, the grandparents, if they were in town to read to the kids or like even, you know, being a a second grade teacher years later, it was the same thing. We would have the Royal reader at our school. They would come in and it was so hilarious because on the way out, they would look at you and they would just be like, I am exhausted. How do you do this <laughs> every day for the amount of hours? That was a 20 minute Royal reader moment. And I am exhausted. <laughs> I'm here for that big energy. I thrive on that big energy, not so much the chaos, but the reining it in and really using their energy to focus and get big things accomplished in the day, whether that was kindergarten or second grade, or even in my own home. I love that. Okay. So as I was saying, we would have that lesson and then it would be time for the next three steps. And I would say, okay, guys, you're going to need to go to your table group. All right. That would already be established. They would know what table group they were sitting in for that particular week or that particular month, kind of like their square on the carpet, right? There was that assigned spot for them. So that was very clear. The essential thing they needed to do was go to their table group, then write your name on your paper, right? Because how many of you know, whether you're a parent and you see a note from a teacher when their homework comes home, please write your name. Or maybe you've been a teacher in the classroom as well. And you know how frustrating it is when so many, you know, pieces of paper and drawings and handwriting look the same. And you're trying to figure out whose is this? Who does it belong to? So I would tell them, write your name on your paper. Third step, look at me when you're ready. So that look at me when you're ready, it was kind of like sit on the carpet and be ready. That final focus step, look at me when you're ready. So I know you're at your table, your name is on your paper, right? You're taking ownership of what you're about to do. And then you are looking at me. It is clear that you are ready to implement what you've just learned. We're going to do this together. Here we go. Big things are about to get accomplished, right? Okay. So thank you for listening to that. First of all, I then took what I had learned, that strategy, that three-step strategy. And when I went into people's homes to organize, when I started my own business in 2016, and here's what I realized. I was working with moms, sometimes dads, but usually I was working with moms. And while their capacity to learn and retain information is way more than a four, five, and six-year-old, right? We're very much more evolved. We're more mature, of course. But guess what? We have a lot more in our brains. We are thinking about, Okay, Paige is here to organize. We need to get this done before the kids get home or before I have to go to carpool, okay? Okay, we need to get this done because I've got to get dinner on the table tonight because I've got, you know, book club, all the ladies are coming over and I'm hosting or I've got this great event. I need to make sure we get this done so that I can go get dinner on the table because I got to go, okay? You know, apply whatever you might think might be going on in these moms' hearts and minds. They were overwhelmed. 
I was in their home to organize because they were overwhelmed and they needed help. And that was a huge first step. They asked me to be there, but guess what? We needed to simplify the organization process. So here came that three-step strategy again. So I finally thought, you know what? I need to actually make this something specific. I need to actually make this my plan everywhere I go. I'm going to test this strategy and make sure that it's tried and true. And if it's really good, it's not just going to work in kindergarten. It's going to work when we get organized because it's a three-step strategy that's like a beginning, middle, and end to set your goal and accomplish your goal right? In three simple steps. And if you ever listen to the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast, the other podcast that I started out with, you will hear me say in the intro for every episode that it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So if I went in their homes and I was like, all right, we're going to get organized today and it's going to take us about 15 to 20 steps. What? That is overwhelming. That immediately feels stressful. But if I come in and I say, hey, you ready to get organized in three simple steps, that feels a lot less stressful. That feels a lot more achievable where you are actually ready to get going. Because once you've done the first step and you're rounding the corner to the second step, you only have one thing left to do. That's so fast. And that's what I realized. Those busy moms needed, they needed something that was simple and they could see results in fast. Okay. So stay with me. I went and met my girlfriend, Kelly Mobeck over at Marmalade Cafe on a gosh, Kelly, if you're listening, I wish you were on my, she's going to come on the show. I think I mentioned that on the other episode. She's going to come on. She's going to talk about taking the lead in your life. She is my friend and my business coach. And I absolutely adore her. And our story started out when we were working together with this sort of side hustle thing that we had. And uh, I just, I really just, I loved the way that she showed up in life. And so we became fast friends. And so I knew when I wanted to start this business and I wanted to really get clear on what this three-step strategy was, and I wanted to figure out how to turn that into a business to help other people, to serve other people, she was the girl I was going to go to. And she immediately helped me name those three steps. So the three E's philosophy, it begins, has a middle, and it ends with three words, three steps that begin with the letter E. Simple enough, right? Your essential, your enhancement, and your extra. Your essential. This is your must have or must do. Okay. So like if you think about the kindergarten analogy, you absolutely must Go use the bathroom because I don't want you to be distracted on the carpet. Your enhancement, this is the thing that adds style or value to that. In the kindergarten example, that's making sure you remember to grab your lunch bag that was outside and go put it in your cubby. So again, you're not distracted. You are continuing to move the ball forward and getting focused to implement whatever this big thing is that you're about to do. The third step, your extra This is what's going to take that to a whole new level. This is the cherry on top. This is sort of the thing that's going to bring it home. And that was when I would say, join me on the carpet. It was very clear that at that point, they were fully focused. They were there. Their end goal was to get from outside to inside and be ready to learn and ready to listen. So I took those three steps and I was like, how do we apply this toward organization? Your essential, 
So often when I would go into people's homes, the first most important must have must do is the essential purge. You got to purge the stuff that's clutter. Even if it's awesome stuff, I would also talk about how like sometimes your stuff that was so cool, but just wasn't getting used, took on that annoying title of clutter because it was just in the way it wasn't getting used, even if it was so great or you spent a ton of money on it, right? But listen, if it started becoming clutter and it wasn't serving you in your life, we needed to do a good purge. Get it out of there. That was the essential must have or must do. Do the good purge. I would talk about grabbing your bags with handles and just going through and putting things in. If you want to learn more about that, you can head over to the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast and listen to episode one, the three E's philosophy. That's going to tell you a whole lot more about how to apply these things in an, a way of organization. Okay, so I'll pop that link in show notes here as well. Let's talk about in organization, the enhancement. What's going to add style or value to this purge if you're getting rid of this stuff? Well, how many of you have seen that stuff end up like in the trunk of your car? You had the best of intentions or like in your garage. And then it goes from clutter in your house to in your garage or it gets in your trunk. And then it's like out of sight, out of mind. You totally forget it. So I would often say in organization, the enhancement, what was going to add style or value to that good purge you just did is to actually take it to a donation site or send it to a friend who needs that as a hand-me-down so that those awesome things that you once had now get to go on and serve other people. So that was a great enhancement, okay, to that good purge you did. And then the final, the extra in organization, this is when we were putting in proper containers and maybe even going another step and labeling them properly if you really wanted to get super organized. But the fact is, you would then have the stuff left over after that good purge and after you donated it, or maybe you sold it to get some ROI. Maybe you reinvested that money that you got from those things and you put in the proper organization bin so you could contain what was left over and you would see what you had at a glance, right? So that's how the three E's philosophy then applied to getting organized. So now you're here and we are talking about times that we need to pivot and lean into perhaps a calling that God has given you, perhaps these gifts that you feel like you have and are not being used because you are maybe a busy mom of littles who just desires more and you don't know what to do with it. Well, let me tell you, it can be done using a tried and true simplified strategy. I am not just a mom. I am not just a professional organizer. I am not just any of those things. We are so many things. And I am now stepping into this new role as a strategist. But guess what? I've been doing it all along in these other areas of my life. So I'm telling you this because I want you to think about what's going on in your life. What is something that you have been doing over and over and over again that you are really good at? that you can then take and share it with somebody else because it's going to be helpful for them. Think about what are you doing in your life? Something that you've done that's simple. Overly complicating things is detrimental to our forward motion. So I knew when I created this three E's philosophy, this simple three-step strategy, it had to be simple or it wasn't going to work. Because people get distracted. We're busy. we got stuff to do. And we also, you know, things come up in our lives. So if you're being called to do these big things, 
and you're getting stuck in the how, you got to figure out a way to simplify it. So let me ask you, what might be the essential thing right now that you could focus on to start moving the ball forward and getting your message out and using your gifts to serve someone else? What is it? And hey, listen, I want to make sure that you understand that I'm not saying you have to go out and start a business and you have to go, you know, take these great gifts and skills that you have to the world. You can be doing big things and impact your family at home or your church or your local community. You can be an incredible wife and serve your partner by figuring out this essential thing that you could do to move the ball forward to get closer to whatever your end goal is. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up I've Got You Girlfriend. The subtitle is Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can find it there on e-reader, that's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. Okay, so that is your essential. Your must do or your must have. Let's just focus in on that for a second. What is it? that you feel like you could do a small thing, doesn't have to be a big step because here's the beauty of the three E's. You can do the first part of it in three simple steps. And then when you've accomplished those things, you then think, okay, I did it. I did the first part. Let's pick three more things I can focus on next. Because the idea is not getting caught up in that overwhelm and that stress of like, oh my gosh, I got to create this big, huge thing. I got to organize my whole entire house. Okay, or I got to share my gifts with the world. Do I start creating online courses? Do I get a website? Do I get business cards? Do I start an email list? Do I start speaking to people? Do I write a book? And then you get stuck in the how, right? So I want you to just think what is one simple step, one simple thing, this essential thing that you can do to move the ball forward. Okay, next, I want you to think about the enhancement. This is something that's going to add style or value to that. Just take that in for a second. And you might be thinking like, I don't even know what that means, add style or value. Remember when I said when I was talking about the organization process and you might get really overwhelmed with that big, huge purge? You simplify it, right? You just take that bag with handles and you just go throughout. You don't feel like you have to do your whole house. You pop into your kid's closet and you're like, what are they not wearing anymore? because they've outgrown or they just don't like. I'm going to grab that thing I'm going to put in the back. And then, oh, you know what? They outgrew those shoes. I'm going to go ahead and grab those. Or, oh, you know what? Soccer season's over and I know those shoes are not going to fit him or her next season. So I'm going to go ahead and put those in. So that enhancement part is then sharing that with somebody else so that those things, that work that you just did isn't in vain. It's not just going to then go to die and nothing progresses from that. That's the thing about the three E's. You don't just want to be one and done. You want to be one. And then you want to be the second thing too, that's going to keep that forward momentum going. So whatever that might be for you, what is something that you think will complement what you just did? 
that first step, what's something else you can do? And don't forget, it doesn't have to be big and huge to have great impact. All right. Think about that. Whenever it came to that enhancement of the sharing that with someone else, donating it, popping it in the mail or going and taking it to uh, your girlfriend's gate and dropping it off as her dog barks at you. Okay. This is very specific because this is what I do on the regular. (laughs) Set it at the gate, shoot her a text and be like, Hey, I dropped off another bag of stuff for your girls. Okay. So like, what is it that you could do to add style or value to that first step? And it doesn't have to be big, but if you can imagine that if I had left those things after I did that good purge in my house, if I left those things in my garage floor or in my trunk and they rode around with me for two whole months and they were in the way every time I popped it open to put some groceries in, you know, or put in like the folding chairs because we have to go to a volleyball event or it's a baseball game or, you know what I'm saying? And like those bags that I should have donated or sent to my friend, they're still back there. Keep moving the ball forward. Go do that enhancement. Do that next step. What is it for you? All right. And now we're at the third step. This is what is going to take this work that you have just done to a whole new level. This can be like the end, end, end product, or it can be the first end, like the end of the first part of what you're going to do. Okay. So I use this example whenever I was writing my book. Sounds crazy, but the essential for me was to open my dang laptop because what I knew is that I needed to simply sit myself down and get the ball rolling. I may not have known that day exactly what I was going to write about. I may not have known the title to the chapter, a little quote I was going to put in the beginning or maybe some scripture reference that had really stuck with me that inspired some different chapter or paragraph in that chapter. No, I didn't have to know all that. I just needed to do what I call the 1% rule. Well, let me be clear. I didn't invent the 1% rule. I've heard this from so many different people where they talk about getting 1% better. And I found a way to apply that to, in this case, not just getting organized, which you can do that. I'll get back to that later. But in the 1% rule, I decided, you know what? I'm going to do 1% toward getting my book written, getting my book out in the world guess what it is? I'm going to open my laptop because once I open my laptop, I'm going to start writing. Even if writer's block comes, I decided I was just going to start brainstorming. I was just going to start putting things down. Just that 1%, that forward motion, that was my essential. That's what I had to get done. Okay. And that worked. So what is 1% better in your life today that you could start the ball rolling on this essential thing that you've got to get done in order to have your gift shared with the world. Think about that. The enhancement to that, what's going to add style or value? Well, when it comes to the book writing, what it was, was actually packaging that up into this outline, creating this outline where I knew where I wanted to go with what my message was. If for you, you're writing a speech, you feel called to share something with somebody. Maybe you're going to share your testimony at church. Maybe you're going to stand up and you're going to pitch something in your office, or you're going to share something with your company, or you're going to have a family meeting and you guys are going to talk about something that's really important that you guys need to do. Whatever it is that you're focused on right now, you need to figure out what that next step is that's going to complement that first one. And then that final part, that extra is really going to make it sing. 
Okay, what is really going to be that like cherry on top? Take it to a whole nother level. This is awesome. And I cannot stress to you enough, this does not have to be some massive, huge undertaking. All right. It can simply be what is that next step that's going to kind of button up that thing that we're working on so that then we can move on to the next three steps. All right. So that's the three E's philosophy. I want you to keep that in mind because as we go forward on these next episodes and we're talking about different things that you can implement, or you're hearing these incredible speakers. I'm so excited about some of these speakers I know are coming and I'll wait. They have added style and value to my life and I cannot wait to share their messages with you. Have them share these lessons that they've learned as they've pivoted through and stepped into this new calling, stepped into these things, these these gifts that they've had to share, stepped into this. And they are going to share a lot of the ways that they have really leaned into that hard stuff, that struggle, that total uncertainty. I want you to keep in mind when these things resonate with you and you're hearing their stories and they start inspiring you to get out and share your message and your gifts with the world. I want you to think, I'm not going to let overwhelm and self-doubt and guilt and all that crazy stuff creep in. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to shoot for 1% better. I'm going to focus on what my essential next step is, even if it's little. And then when I do that, I'm going to figure out something that's going to complement that. It's going to add style or value to what I just did. And I'm going to get that enhancement in there. Like I'm going to do that next step. And then I'm going to do that final thing that really gets me in the place that I need to be. When writing that book for me, it was getting help. It was asking for the help that I needed to move the ball forward in getting that book out into the world. I needed to have the editor. I needed to find the book coach. I needed to get that publisher who knew what they were doing because I didn't know. And that's okay. I didn't know. Was the I don't know going to stop me from starting out with step one and step two? No. Let me just tell you, by the way, (laughs) trying to figure out if I want to just like really go all the way in on it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say you might feel seriously under attack right now. You might seriously feel like these things that you want to accomplish, that you are being called to do, you might be feeling like all these roadblocks are coming up for you. Let me just tell you, as I am recording this podcast episode, I am coming off the heels of having COVID for a second time and losing my voice. I am coming off the heels of finding out this little baby tooth I've had for my entire life that's about to be 42 years old, (laughs) that she might need to come out and that I might need surgery. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Why is all this happening to me right now? I am trying to launch this big podcast that I feel so passionate about. I feel like I've got to be doing this. Why is something coming for me and trying to derail me, literally taking my voice away, literally pulling a tooth out of my body and causing me to have to have surgeries on my mouth to try to silence me, all right? Like if you're feeling right now, Like you have more to give and you desire more and you just feel like it's roadblock after roadblock and there are big decisions that you've got to make. I get it. You are not alone and we are going to figure out how to move forward and we're going to use three simple steps. We're going to use the strategy. All right. Not just a mom, not just an organizer. I am a strategist. And without sounding gross and weird and vain, I'm just going to state that this is a gift that I have. I love a strategy and it lights me up to be able to have other people 
who are trying to figure out how to use their gifts and move forward. I love being able to chat with them and be like, let's put a strategy in place because somebody out there, or maybe a lot of people out there, and maybe it's just your kids on the home front. They need to hear what you have to offer. We're going to figure out a strategy to get you there. And we're going to keep it simple because we don't want to get overwhelmed. We don't want to get stressed. We're going to keep it really simple and we're going to keep moving forward. So I hope the three E's are something that you're going to go back to time and time again and be like, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed. Deep breath. We're going to simplify. What is my essential? What is that first thing I need to do? Just 1% better. What can I do today to move the ball forward? Next, what's going to enhance that? What's the second step I can focus on? And finally, what is that extra? What is going to make it really tied up with a bow and sing? And if you need help with that, I would love to help you. If you would like to go right now to everythingwithstyle.com, click the contact page. I will also make sure to put this link in the show notes as well, but go to my contact page. There's a little form you can fill out and you can submit it to me that says, you know, what it is that you are struggling with? What is it that you need help with? Whether it's mom life struggles, been there, girlfriend, I got you. Whether it is getting organized in your home, it's my specialty. I love it. Or whether it's getting a plan in place, a three-step strategy that we're going to start with to get you unstuck and stressed out. We are going to pull you out of that stressed out place. We're going to get you focused and fulfilled in your life. So please reach out to me. I would absolutely love to chat with you about that today, this week, this month, whenever you're ready. I am here. I am so ready to do that with you. Okay. And then I'll let you know different ways I can support you, whether it's a one and done and you just need a girlfriend to sit down with you and get that three-step strategy in place. And then you boom, go, I will be cheering you on, or you need a little more time. I'm here for it all. We can work together in an ongoing way so that I can give you the support that you need because you know what? I've been blessed by a lot of people who are giving me support and it's time for me to pay that forward. What can we do? Let's get some strategies in place to help you. All right. I love you. Honestly, I love you. I am so glad you're here. I hope that this was helpful for you. If it was, share it with a friend. If you feel so called, write a review, babe. Gosh, that would make me so, so grateful. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Tell, tell us what you think. Tell us what you're learning from it and join me for the next episode. I am so grateful you're here. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple podcast, hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others, and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this. Your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.